Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see here, Guard Grapple Pocket, who writes to us all the way from Ajara. And he writes, Mr. Tosh Mafuni, I'm writing to you on a matter of the utmost urgency. Your correspondent, Eliandor, and his twin sister, Shalah. Oh, that's how you spell that. Anyway, your correspondent, Eliandor, and his twin sister, Shalah, have an outstanding... Oh, have an outstanding balance of 100,000 macaroons at the Pleasure Palace. And it's our understanding that they came into a rather large amount of gold while reporting on your behalf for the recent episode of Children's Week. As he was working for you at the time, we're asking for your assistance in collecting this debt. Oh, no. Please be aware that if you choose not to assist in this matter, we will consider you equally responsible for this debt and will refer the matter to our field collection specialists. Oh, no. Thank you in advance for your prompt attention to this matter. Respectfully, Guard Grapple Pocket, Collections Manager, Bilgewater Cartel. Oh, no. Oh, wait a minute. What is this? A P.S. We would like to note that the Pleasure Palace is now under new management. Our marketing department is considering a new campaign to rebrand Azeroth's premier leisure destination as Gaslow's Pleasure Palace. Great. Oh, what? How am I responsible for this? And field collection specialists? Oh, I don't like the sound of that at all. I really need to try to reach Eliandor right after the show. How do I get myself into these situations? And now, on with the news. Mages, priests, shaman, and other experts throughout Azeroth have been baffled by what appears to be a lapse in the force of gravity in a region of outland known as the Eye of the Storm. This region has been a highly contested area for many years and the scene of fierce factional fighting. Warnings have been issued to all persons entering this area that they may find themselves unexpectedly suspended in midair. While the effect appears to be temporary and experts believe that gravity will return to normal within a week, it is recommended that wearers of robes, kilts, and dresses enter this area with caution. Following up on our local story regarding Volperin encampments, Volperin representatives met with Half Hill community leaders to assure them that they currently have no plans to establish a permanent community in the valley, especially after a recent unfortunate experience with the springtail vermin in the heartland. They did request authorization to continue to place temporary camps in the region, which community leaders are considering if the Volpera will agree to a licensing agreement for the local production of the Volperan brew known as Voldenshine. The Half Hill Report will continue to monitor this story and provide more information as it becomes available. Hey folks, 
You may not be able to buy locally produced Voldenschein at Half Hill Market quite yet, but the fine vendors at Half Hill Market still offer a great variety of locally sourced Pandaren cuisine and recipes at the best everyday low prices to be found anywhere. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. And now, the farm report. Jogu's word on tomorrow's crops is pumpkins. Mogu pumpkins are featured in several Pandaren recipes and are well suited to feeding large gatherings of friends and family, and it adds richness to the very popular Mogu fish stew. Pumpkins grow very well here in the valley or can be obtained from vermin throughout Pandaria. The Farm Report is sponsored by The Tillers, education and support for farmers in the valley today and forming the future farmers of tomorrow. It's time now for the Rizhak Report, a semi-regular report from our Goblin in the Field, brought to you by Keen Bean Kaffa. And we have a special treat this week. We were able to arrange things this week so that we can have a live link instead of just a pre-recorded message. So, Rizhak, how you doing, buddy? How's business? Hiya, college. Eh, business is in a little bit of a lull right now. You know, what with the war winding down and all. Oh, that's too bad, I, I guess. Uh, so, have you found a way to keep busy? Oh, sure. Why, just the other day, I was noodling around looking for an opportunity, like I always do, and I found myself at the Tortaga Refuge up in the north end of Voltoon. I was talking to some of the Tortolans who hang out there, because, you know, we got lots in common. Those guys are great business people. They kind of totter around looking harmless, but they got brains and a lot of gold. <laughs> I mean a lot of gold. They can afford to do stuff like save turtles and help crabs get something to eat. That lady Tortolan, uh, what's her name, Scroll Sage Nola, is paying adventurers 124 gold each right now to help her teach her kids something or other. I, I don't know. Sounds like a pretty good payoff. No kidding, huh? I never thought much about how they got all that gold, but they are traders. They wander all over and sell stuff they've collected. Not my style, but it works for them. Still, I got to wondering about their supply chains and stuff, so I started talking to a guy named Tukuku. Now, he sells some of them scrolls that the Tortolans are famous for. One of them is called Scroll of Subsistence. Supposedly, you say a few magic words, and you get healthier and stronger. I didn't try it, because I ain't wasting two gold fifty on something like that. But he assured me it worked as advertised. But you know, I'm thinking they must have had some kind of legal problems with this offering. Because it warns you not to eat the parchment right on the scroll. You gotta say the words to get the magic. <laughs> then, there is the scroll of Torga's swiftness. That cost two gold fifty also. Well, <laughs> anyone who would buy a scroll of swiftness from a Tartolan is someone I'd like to make an offer to, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, then the scroll of inner truth. Again, sold for two gold fifty. It gives you the secrets of the universe. I didn't try that one either, so I can't speak to how well it works, but come on. 
do you really think anyone with access to the secrets of the universe would sell them for two gold fifty? That, um, does sound a little too good to be true. Well, as the old goblin saying goes, there's a sucker born every minute. <laughs> hey, now, here's the key. Those scrolls are cheap to make. Real cheap. And while they don't sell for much, Tukuku told me they sell a lot of them. There's a lot of adventurers in Zandalar and Kaltiris right now looking for an edge, so they do quite well. So that gives you an idea of what those Tortolans are up to and how they got all their gold. Brilliant! I couldn't think of any way to get in on this scheme since the Tortolans are a tight-knit bunch. But I got ideas. I got some big ideas percolating in my head now that I know their secret. You'll hear more about this. Hey, speaking of big deals, whatever happened to that big auction house deal you were working on a few weeks ago? Oh, yeah, that deal. Pfft. Well, it turns out those magical sprouting beans and Elixir of Endless Wonder were, uh, worthless. The beans were just plain old ordinary beans. You know, the kind you plant in the garden to grow more beans. And the Elixir? Water. Colored water. Oh, no, Rizak, I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah... These things were created by a pair of brothers named Snaggle and Rack Six Trigger, and used to scam adventurers into thinking they got a good reward for helping out the Six Triggers. Somehow, everybody but me seemed to know that nobody bought the stuff. Eh, okay, okay, I got scammed. But not on purpose. My friend Doc Master Kobo didn't know what was in those crates. Eh, at least I don't think he did. Nah, I'm sure he didn't. He didn't have time to examine all those abandoned ships. I took my chances and lost out this time. Eh, you win some, you lose some. Just the way the game works. I'm on to something bigger and better anyways. <laughs> well, it's great to hear from you, Rizak, and good luck with your next idea. The Rizak Report is sponsored by Keen Bean Kaffa, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, it's a quiet week here in Azeroth, but in a little over a week, the Glowcap Festival will be here, and it's not too early to get your bathing suits and boats ready for Azeroth's annual kickoff to summer, the Thousand Boat Bash, coming in just three short weeks. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, I assume you heard the letter about Eliandor. Um, you haven't heard from him since last week's show, have you? Hey there, Tosh. Yes, I heard letter. And no, I haven't seen Eliandor or Shala since last week. This sounds bad. Maybe you should try and find their father? Oh, I sure hope it doesn't come to that. I'm not even sure I would know how. <sighs> I'll figure something out, but on to happier subjects. Where did you and Demesis go this week? So, a few weeks ago, Demesis and I were having drink downstairs, and we meet this nice human female soldier by name of Tilly Dalton 
who used to serve at a place called Fort Dalen in Stormsong Valley. She was very nice, and her and the missus talked for a long time about what it felt like being soldiers in places that are always being under attack. Oh, it's nice that Demise has found someone to talk about that with. You know, I've heard that there are some experiences that only other soldiers can understand. Oh, yes. And by end of evening, they had many drinks and were very friendly, which was nice to see. Anyway, Demise is telling me next day that we are going with Telly to visit Fort Dalen. So, that's where we go. Well, that sounds interesting. Oh, it was. But little scary, as place is still under attack from Naga. Eh, I will start from beginning. We take flight from Boralus into Stormsong Valley. And as we fly over Fort Dalen, I notice it is shaped like Big Star. The Mises and Tilly explain to me this is special fort design, and that raised bastions on points of star let defenders see and shoot along main fort walls. Which is a good thing, I am thinking, as I can see Naga forces all around fort, an even place where they had overrun all points of stars on west side of fort. Wow, that sounds bad. I know, right? I asked Tilly if it was safe for us to visit, and she just laugh, wink, and smile at the missus, who laughed too. But we land anyway at center of fort near very interesting fountain of tentacles holding up giant pearl. Fort was very busy place with soldiers, laborers, and even refugees from nearby village of Seabreeze, all running around with things to do. I am thinking maybe Tilly is someone important with Proudmore Battalion, because most of soldiers salute or greet her as she went by. She gave us a nice tour of place and introduced us to many of her friends there, like Quartermaster Castillo, Sergeant Cotner, and Flightmaster Corret, who had a pair of pretty white cats named Maxine and Samantha. So you said there was fighting still going on. Was Demesis able to resist the temptation to get involved this time? Yes, although from where both her and Tilly look at each other, while looking down at Naga forces, I think maybe both of them wanted to get into the fight. I think they would have had good time, but maybe they were being nice because I was there. Anyway, we did go visit Commander Kellum on Levy, south of Fort, that overlook Eventide Delta. Tilly fought under his command at major battle against Naga, where they defeat Lady Rashis and Binders Serles and Nalashch as well as very big elemental that were going to destroy Levy. They tell us about fight, which was big turning point in battle against Ashara. And from looks of Tilly and Commander Kellum, it must have been difficult battle with many lives lost. Demesis was holding Tilly's hand as she tells story, and looks sad too. Oh, that sounds very sad. Yes, yes, war is always sad. But like you say, it is good that soldiers like the Mrs. and Tilly can help each other by talking about it. I am thinking maybe they are going to be very close, which is a good thing for both of them. I'm glad too. So, was um, there an inn at Fort Dalen? You can't just get over the fact that I don't do inn reviews anymore, can you, Tosh? Okay, okay, I 
had to ask. So, where to next week, my friend? Well, you're not going to believe this, but the Mises wants to take Tilly to where she fought on Argus. So, we are going to Vindicar. Wow! Hey, wait a minute, isn't that where you served? It was. So, this is going to be very interesting for me. Well, we'll sure look forward to hearing about that. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatosh. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Hey, the next time you find yourself in Pandaria, we sure hope you'll drop by. And when you do, make sure you order up a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And make sure to tune in later this week for another heartwarmingly funny episode of Please Don't Eat the Marsh Lilies. Listen into this week's hijinks as those mischievous twins bring home a baby springtail vermin with predictably hilarious results. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.